Welcome to KLC Corner, a podcast series from the team at KLC Recruitment where we discuss the topics all job seekers and employers are asking. Today, I'm speaking with our General Manager Stephanie Berry and our Recruitment Consultant Jamie Manning as we talk about how to nail your phone interview and some tips. How are you today, Steph and Jamie? I'm really good, thanks, Ash. I'm sitting here thinking, how is it almost June? How are we almost halfway through the year? And I'm feeling a little bit ill about the whole thing. <laughs> I'm good, thanks, Ash. How are you? I'm very good, thank you. Now, both of you are experienced recruiters. And now let's talk about interviews, specifically phone interviews. As we know, this can form part of interview process, but can you let us know more about a phone interview? Yeah, for sure. So a phone interview is something that is usually conducted after reviewing an applicant's resume and cover letter and either in a replacement of a phone screen or as well as to ask specific questions in relation to a position to really just evaluate, I guess, a candidate's suitability for a role, prior to narrowing down the candidate pool and sending invitations for a face-to-face -face or a video interview as the next stage. Every organisation can tailor their recruitment process to suit their hiring needs but at KLC we don't call it a phone interview it's more of a phone screen that we do to assess a candidate suitability which for us is the first step in the recruitment process so after we review a resume and a cover letter gives us an opportunity to get to know our candidate a little bit more and getting to know our candidates is really important to us at KLC as it allows us to ensure that we are placing the right person in the right role not just for our clients benefit but for the candidates as well so the phone screens that we conduct although they are thorough they do just provide us recruiters the opportunity to have a general chat with our candidates find out a bit more about them and their skill set than what the resume may read and ensuring that any minimum requirements of the roles we are recruiting for based on our client needs are met before we move forward to the next step of inviting them for a face-to-face -face or video interview. Back to generic phone interviews, hiring managers or recruiters may ask candidates a set of behavioural-based questions to understand how they think and approach real-life scenarios. And depending on the answers provided on past experiences, it really can help the interviewer gauge how candidates may or may not fit in with the team and how they may respond to situations in a professional environment. Wonderful, that's insightful, Jamie. So, Steph, why do employers use phone interviews? As Jamie had mentioned, Ash, there are different approaches with phone interviews dependent on the employer. So for a recruitment agency, we often use them differently to an employer who's doing the recruitment themselves. And then again, we use them differently to a large organisation would. So large organisations may not use a phone interview or phone screen because they'd ask a candidate to fill out a key selection criteria. And we have done a couple of podcasts in the past. And I'd, if you're wanting more information about key selection criteria, I'd encourage you to go back through the archives and have a look at those because that's a whole nother skill set that we speak about there. But a lot of big organisations, because of time constraints and often because there are multiple hiring managers involved in the process, will use key selection criteria, not phone screens or interviews. Recruitment agencies, as Jamie said, we use them as a, a tool as part of the recruitment process. But for smaller employers, the reason that they would use them is, I suppose there's a number of reasons they'd use them. So again, similar to what Jamie said, to assess suitability. So is the person actually the right fit for the role? Do they have the right skill set? 
But importantly, the culture fit, because that's the thing that a piece of paper, such as a resume, doesn't tell you. Is that person going to be a good culture fit to the organisation? Salary expectation. So a lot of employers these days don't advertise salaries for roles on job ads. So you might have the most perfect candidate that's applied for your role, but then it's really important to make sure that you have a conversation with them. And that's what a phone interview can confirm for you and make sure that their salary expectation and your salary expectation as an employer are not poles apart or it's a really good point in the recruitment process to set the expectation whether there is wriggle room or even start some of the negotiation about salary and benefits and perks in that first conversation. Another one that sometimes a resume doesn't tell you, so phone screens and phone interviews are really good for qualifying some of the logistics. So in the current environment that we're in, is someone looking for a role that's completely work from home or are they looking for a hybrid role? The job ad might be full-time, but you'd be surprised how many people who are looking for part-time work will apply for a full-time role, hoping to have a conversation with someone and sell themselves and then have a conversation about that flexibility. Location, where they live, is it feasible, public transport, are they driving? So again, there's some of the smaller ticket items in terms of what the person brings to the role, but they're actually big ticket items that employers need to make sure that they're ticking off. Because if you don't, you may get to the end of the recruitment process where you've invested time and money in advertising, the time taken for an interview, whether that be one interview, two interviews, a panel interview, reference checks. You might even do some of the onboarding. So you might incur costs like police checks and the time involved only to get to the end of the process and realise salary expectation are not even in the same ballpark or the person lives two hours from where the role is and they made an assumption they could work from home and all of that stuff, which again, seems very straightforward and like you'd nut that out at the start of the process, but you don't. And we've seen that happen when people don't nail the first part of the process. And the other thing that we still do as recruiters and smaller organisations or organisations that don't use key selection criteria is their first step to qualify. We still ask behaviour based interview questions and it might only be one or two but what we do do in the phone screen or the phone interview when we're doing that is make sure that the person has the level of skill that we need for the role so we want to make sure that if we are going to invest the time and the person's going to invest the time in the interview face to face that they have an understanding of what the level of questioning is going to be in the interview and making sure that they're going to be suitable in terms of their experience and probably the other one i didn't cover off on ash and i should have is qualifications so depending on the role it might be that there are a minimum level of qualifications that you need to meet and sometimes there could be flexibility on that so it might be that you need a bachelor of XYZ, social work, for example, but you've got a Bachelor of Social Sciences. So it might be then the conversation in that initial phone interview is working out whether or not that still meets that minimum level of qualification. So for for me, I wouldn't be able to do my job without doing these phone screens or phone interviews because they are really great tools for us to get a lot of really important information. And it also allows us to sell the role to candidates to give them an insight into our clients, into the role. They can ask questions before they go through the process, which can be lengthy sometimes, of a face-to-face interview if they have to do psychometric testing or skills testing and then reference checks. So that's why employers use phone interviews or phone screens. They're a great tool for, for us to get a lot of those qualifying questions and concerns out the way up front. That's great. Really great points in there, Steph. Now the question is how to nail your phone interview. 
In my experience and opinion of having been on the receiving end of phone interviews over my career, as well as conducting phone screens and interviews with candidates at KLC, I would always encourage candidates who are actively applying for positions and who are participating in phone interviews to be prepared, ensuring that you have an understanding of the companies and organisations you may be applying with, who you are meeting with and the role itself. If you spend that little bit of extra time on the research side of things, it can put you in a much more prepared mindset and allow you to present yourself to the recruiter or the hiring manager in a stronger way. Trust me, we notice these things. Another suggestion would be to encourage candidates to ensure that at the time of the scheduled phone interview, you find a quiet place with minimal or better yet, no distractions to allow for a full focus to be on the call. Lastly, I would also prepare yourself and practice the questions that are most likely to be incorporated into the phone interview, such as the typical why are you looking for a new role and the what are you looking for in terms of work culture and environment, or the how do you think you could contribute to the team. Nine times out of ten, one if not all of the above questions will be asked during an initial phone screen or phone interview, so get some responses down pat. That's great. Now, Steph, what do you think? Ash, I feel like Jamie's covered off on all of the key points, really. Again, from an employee perspective, I think nailing a phone screen or a phone interview is a skill, just like an interview. So I think people should be mindful of that, that if you haven't done a phone screen or a phone interview in a long time and you haven't prepared, as Jamie said, the chances are you're not going to represent yourself to the best of your ability. So you do need to do some preparation. So if you get a call after submitting a resume and you're not expecting that call and it is a phone screen or they're going to ask you some questions, the employer or the recruiter should let you know that in the first instance. So as Jamie said, being prepared is key. If you are not in a place where you can answer those questions, whether it be you're not in a quiet place, you're not in the right mindset, you're driving, whatever it might be, feel confident enough to reschedule that phone call. So you do put yourself in the best place to answer the questions to the best of your ability. I think you also need to, like an interview, make sure that you go into the phone interview with questions that you would like to get answers on. So if you don't get asked about what your salary expectation is or the employer doesn't ask you if you're looking for full-time or part-time or working from home or a hybrid model, make sure you ask those questions. There's nothing worse than whether it's a phone interview or a face-to-face -face interview, you leave that scenario with more questions than answers. And so an employer who's looking to bring you on board and is looking to impress you needs to make sure that they have answers to your questions and that you feel as though you've been able to get the information you need out of this. It's a two-way street. The employer is interviewing you, you need to interview them all the way back as well. Don't be too verbose. So sometimes, and I say this with all the respect in the world, but I also say this with 10 plus years of recruitment experience under my belt, I have had phone screens or phone interviews where I have only asked one question and that phone screen has gone for 20 to 30 minutes. Tell me a little bit about yourself does not mean start with the day you went to kindergarten and finish with where you're currently at in life. It's about being able to give me a really clear, succinct, to the point overview of your employment history. So I take away from that conversation what it is that you've done in the past and maybe what it is that you're looking to do or why you're looking for a new opportunity. So not being too verbose and not and being succinct in your answers and using examples. Just like an interview, in a phone interview, you need to make sure that you're not talking in broad general terms and that you are referencing your experience and using specific examples. Again, 
you, we have done some podcasts in the past on the STAR method and how to, and interview techniques. I would use those as well when preparing for a phone interview, because as I said before, we will ask some behavioral based questions and a behavioral based question is where we are looking for a specific example. So that could be a question along the lines of, Jamie, could you please provide me with a time when you have, and then insert the example here. So we're looking for specific examples. So I think really those are some of the key points on how to nail a phone screen, but above all else, we want to get to know a little bit about your personality. So make sure you let that shine through. I know it's, I know it can be scary. I know it can be stressful, but we also want to get to know a little bit more about you. And that's the only way we're going to do that is by you being the most genuine version of yourself in these phone interviews as well. That's really great. Lastly, and I think this most of our listeners wants to hear from you both. What tips do you have for employees in acing a phone interview? Yeah, so in terms of, I guess, acing a phone interview, recapping on what Stephanie and I both mentioned, there are a couple of key tips around preparation and making sure the questions that you have are answered as well, and also being confident enough to reschedule if it's not the right time. I think there's a lot of different things that can come into how you can best present yourself and prepare yourself, which we had spoken about a moment ago. But again, being prepared and being confident and being yourself is probably one of, or a couple of the biggest things for me, um, being on the other end of a phone call that, that I listen for and what stand out to me when I'm speaking with all the different sorts of people that I do speak with every day. I really don't know if I have a lot to add to that, to be honest. I think Jamie's nailed it. Without trying to repeat what Jamie said, be yourself. Really, that's the only way you're going to find out if the organisation's a good fit for you. Ask questions. Be as relaxed and as confident in your ability as you can be. And I really think at the end of the day, that will put you in the best mindset to bring your best self to your phone interview. And I should also say, Ash, if you've never done a phone interview before and you don't really know what to expect, it's okay to say that. A level of humility is also quite encouraging if you're the other person like us on the end of the phone. You know, it's good for us to know that you may not have answered behavioural-based questions before. You haven't been in this scenario. So, you know, if you need a minute to think of an example or an answer, say that. That's okay. You know, don't take five minutes. But if you need 30 seconds to pull yourself together and get some thoughts, it's okay to say that. And so I think sometimes people find themselves feeling that they have to be perfect in every single scenario that we present. And sometimes a level of humility and honesty is actually quite refreshing and does give us the best indication of the kind of person that you are as well. Wonderful. Well, thank you so much for speaking with me today, Steph and Jamie. I really appreciate it and I'm sure our listeners will appreciate too. Thank you, Ash. As always, you make our job very easy. You ask great questions. Yeah, thanks so much, Ash. That concludes our podcast for today. So if you would like to suggest a topic to be discussed in a coming podcast, please send an email through to ashleyatkalesrecruitment.com.au as we love your suggestions. And for more podcasts and to check out the latest jobs, blogs, and news, please head to kalesrecruitment.com.au today. See you in the next edition of Kalesy Corner. Bye for now.